Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning Winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. Of course, I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick. And I am Cordell Woodland, uh, cover uh, insider for the Baltimore Ravens here on 105.7 The Fan and Odyssey, here bringing you more Ravens talk on another edition of Winning Drive. So uh, the first preseason game is now over, and I am ready to overreact, Cordell. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm ready to to highly praise somebody, lowly, you know, yeah. criticize somebody. Well, I mean, that's that's what the preseason's for. It's, Absolutely, it's for overreactions. It literally is for that reason. And so, let's do overreactions from an offensive perspective as well as a defensive perspective. But let's start with the offense. Uh, overreactions. I'll start with myself. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Brown, quarterback. I like this kid. Um, I liked him at Oregon. I watched him a little bit uh, when he played at Oregon. And I like the touch that he has. I think that he is a nice downfield um, uh, throw. I think that his release is a little slow, which maybe is why he went undrafted to begin with. However, I really like what comes with this young man. Um, I I talked about this to you in camp when we were standing near each other, when we were watching Tyler Huntley practice. And I do have a problem with the arm strength of Tyler Huntley. Um, And this is, you know, just an observation of mine, but I've always felt this way about Huntley. I do think that Brown has uh, a stronger arm in that regard. And he has a pretty accurate arm. So I'm ready to overreact in the sense that maybe Anthony Brown, if he can get Uh a little bit of training, he finds his way to number two on the depth chart. (laughs) (laughs) Already, 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 Tyler Huntley and send him down to the third string. You know, it's crazy you say that because I'm kind of going to – I don't want to say I'm going to overreact on Tyler Huntley, but honestly, I I was kind of impressed with Tyler Huntley today. I thought he had some moments. He had a nice 14-yard run on the fourth down on the read option to get the first down. Uh, He Obviously, he has the touchdown throw to Shamar Bridges, who uh, I'll get to in a second. 
Um, but I, I thought Tyler Huntley was okay today. Now, the one pet peeve I have with Tyler Huntley, and this goes back to last year, is just when it's third and eight or third and whatever, he throws it short of the sticks. It was a couple times today. It was a third and medium situation, yep. and he's throwing a check down for a two- to three-yard game. You can't have that. You can't just be so willing to wave the white towel or to send the punt team out there. you got to at least fight it. I'm not saying force it into coverage, but do something. You, He has mo- mobility. He can extend the play. Just try to find something that anything in that situation outside of a turnover is better than throwing the ball for two yards and walking off the field. So I think he's got to get over that and just get a little more comfortable and confident in his offensive skills because I think he has – some uh, playmaking skills in him, but I just think sometimes he kind of stalemates himself. That said, I'm kind of going to re- overreact a little bit on Shamar Bridges. Uh, it's always one receiver in training camp and preseason that everybody goes crazy for. And I've kind of felt it coming up to today that Shamar Bridges would be that guy. It's usually somebody with some sort of height, which he has, um, and, and he's a deep ball kind of receiver he's made these type of plays in practice and it translated to the game tonight he had two nice deep ball catches uh one for a touchdown where he really climbs the ladder he does a really good job he's not a guy that's going to get a lot of separation but he does a good job of measuring up where how high the ball is and knowing that he can out jump his defender and he he'll stack the defender and jump right over him and get the catch one thing about him though he is a body catcher And that can kind of scare you. But on the flip side, a guy like Devontae Adams is a body catcher. He doesn't catch with his hands, and he's arguably the best receiver in football. So Shamar Bridges has found a way to make it work for him. It worked again in the the preseason game uh, on Thursday night. And I want to see if he's able to kind of take that momentum and take it into practice this next week before these guys head off to Arizona. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but there was like a little, there was a small Shamar Bridges fan club going on um, that people were really, you know, rooting for this kid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I understand, you know, he has so many things about him that you like, the size, and and, and he was making catches, and he continued i think his fan base grew a little bit uh after today's game um because of what you saw him do and i want to jump on so bad because i see the potential in him but you know i start thinking about other guys that we kind of did this to in the past oh yeah like the clarence moore's uh, of the group and you know how we had high expectations and and even in the high expectations those guys delivered but it wasn't a consistent delivery mm-hmm. here's the good thing shamar bridges is in a great situation because the ravens don't have no wide receivers <laughs> like, the ravens don't have any wide receivers so his None. chances of making the team really feels like it's his to lose at this point so as long as he continues to do what he's done thus far in training camp and then continues to do that in preseason, I definitely don't think it's an overreaction. My concern is, is that is he going to get like the rookie hiccups where, you know, he's dropping sure thing passes mm-hmm. and, you know, those types of things. But having the potential for him or seeing the potential for him, I think everybody can, you know, relate to that and saying, okay, this guy has something. Whereas where you talked about 
um, Huntley and me talking about Brown, I think mine is more of an overreaction than yours is an overreaction of sorts. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, well, my overreaction with Shamar Bridges is more, you know, this is an undrafted free agent that we're talking yes. about right now. And, and, and I'm not, I don't necessarily, I'm not going to say that he's going to be the next number one receiver. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I, what I will say is I think that he's in a, like you said, he's in a perfect situation where he's in a spot uh, at a position group of need right now, I think, for this team. And with Tylen Wallace getting hurt in the preseason game and James Prochet dealing with a soft tissue injury right now um, and Devin DuVernay still working his way back from his thigh issue, you, you, you just don't know right now. Um, and, and I talked about Tylen Wallace uh, on the last episode. I think his stock dropped even more after the preseason game. He gets hurt. Uh, number one, and that's not necessarily anybody's fault. It's, it's football that comes with it, but it's the fact of even on the play that he got hurt in, it was like an end end around play. He's running outside. He's supposed to cut back inside because there's a block out there. I, I, I forgive me, I can't remember who exact who exactly it was making the block, but there was a nice block out there that's pushing the defender to the sideline for Tylen Wallace to turn it up inside and he continues to go outside and ends up losing like a yard or two on the play and is also hurt. So I, I just think Tylen Wallace's stock is uh, dropping right now. Jalen Moore, another one. Uh, he's a guy that I just, I mean, he's dropping the quick out routes, the timing route. These are the routes that I can tell you they do a lot at practice. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of that at practice is them on the timing routes and I'll give Lamar credit. I think he's been better on the time and passes uh, in practice this year. And you just can't have receivers dropping the gimme. You know, th- that's an easy five to six yards right there, and Jalen Moore is dropping them. I-, I just don't think anybody on this receiving core outside of guys like Bateman, Prochet, and Duvernay can afford to go out there and have those type of performances. So Jalen Moore and Tylen Wallace, I'm still trending down on right now. But as far as the receiver group, I think uh, – Shamar Bridges is definitely going up. Now, the running back group is a group to definitely watch. Um, That's an open competition. Mike Davis, I think, had a solid day uh, in the preseason game. He got the touchdown in the short yardage situation. I thought it was some really good blocking out there. He pretty much went untouched. Um, But for the most part, when you look at all the the running backs uh, in the preseason game, nobody really jumped out outside of Davis getting the touchdown. Tyler Baby. Tyler Beatty, who who's, is a guy that I've been kind of beating the drum for all offseason since they drafted him, and he didn't really do a lot for me. Granted, it's just one preseason game. They've got two more to go, uh, but just off the small sample size we got in that one in the one preseason game that they played so far, none of the running backs really seem to 
separate themselves from the others, so to speak. And if I had to name one that did, Mike Davis would be that guy. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, listen, he's a free agent signing because we don't know what the situation with the running backs are. And so you you feel confident in saying, okay, maybe he, he'll be fine um, in that position. He averaged 4.4 yards a carry, five carries, 22 yards, and a touchdown. And I agree with you that the other guys, um, look, you know, you could listen, Clement, Clement did okay, four carries, 17 yards, and, and such. Um, Justice Hill looked like he's trying to get himself, you know, going mm-hmm. back to his old form, uh, had 3.7 yards a carry. So, yes, I, I agree that I think that Davis is the one that stood out the most um, in terms of consistency. But, right. you know, there are other guys that that is like, okay, yeah, I agree with you. Beatty, uh, the jury has stood out for me. Um, and he has two more preseason games to play in. So I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not going to overreact for anything when it comes to Beatty because at this point it's a wait and see for me. Um, but yeah, my overreaction on, on, on the running back situation is like, Mike, we'll be just fine with Mike Davis. Now, I don't know yeah. how true that's going to be. We're right. going to find out, but you know, he, he looked fresh and he looked good out there playing in the offense, albeit backups, but still look good nonetheless. No doubt. And you know, if we're talking about an overreaction, I think a lot of people are ready to overreact when it comes to Isaiah Likely. Isaiah Likely has been pretty much one of the biggest stars of training camp to this point. And I would say that he was one of the bigger stars of the first preseason game as well. I mean, he had the nice grab uh, where he pretty much mosses his defender uh, over midfield. And then he's got the his first catch. He's, you know, he's pulling out four or five juke moves. You know, and and, and Harves is like, look, the first juke was cool. The other four we didn't need. Um, (laughs) And I I tend to agree with him. And Isaiah likely agreed with him as well. Um, But he got the first down. And I just think that this is a guy that's shaping up to really have a really good season for the Ravens. Now, it's tough to say overreact with him because statistically, it's not going to be something where he's like a league leader or even a team leader. You know, Mark Andrews is still going to be the guy in this offense. Right behind him is still going to be Rashad Bateman. And I expect James Prochet to kind of fall in line right behind him, at least in catches. Um, but as far as impact, I think Isaiah likely is geared up to make a huge impact for this Ravens offense, especially in the passing game. He had a couple of blocking issues in the preseason game, a holding Don't penalty care. and – you know, and, and, and you know, and, and I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Rita. I really don't care because I feel like once Charlie uh, Kohler comes back, he'll he'll be looked at more as a blocker. Yep. Nick Boyle is a blocking tight end. Uh, Patrick Ricard as well. He'll be out there to block. So they know what, what Isaiah Likely's strengths and weaknesses are. And his strengths outweigh his weaknesses, and that is his pass catching ability. I completely agree. So maybe I'll do the overreacting here with Isaiah Likely. I'll say, because you mentioned Mark Andrews, you mentioned Rashad Bateman, and then you mentioned Poche third. I'm going to leapfrog Likely over Mm -hmm. Poche as being the third most important player on this offense. So this is the overreaction for me. I know it is. But I believe that he will immediately be an impact player 
for this offense. I think that he was specifically came here for that position. Like you already said, he, you know, we don't have an issue too much about his run blocking. He ain't going to be out there doing that anyway. So I'm not concerned about it because that's not what he's going to do. Could he, couldn't he get better with it? Sure. You need to find a way to get a little bit better chip, do something, but ultimately he's a pass catching tight end. He's going to be used more as a wide receiver role. So I'm going to overreact here and say he might be the third best player. I'm putting all the pressure <laughs> on you, Isaiah likely. You might be the third most important um, player in terms of impact Mine, obviously, outside of Lamar, I'm, I'm specifically talking about the skilled players that Lamar will have. You might be the third best player that they may have. So you're going to have to step it up because I didn't overreact it. I'm going to need you to go <laughs> ahead and prove me right so I can come back and say, see, remember I told you on that first preseason game, Isaiah likely was going to be the guy. So that's what I think is going to happen. I'm going to double down on your overreaction and say <laughs> that I think he, he's going to be third at least at least third on this team in receiving touchdowns this year. He might not have the catches. He might not have the yardage. But I think touchdown-wise, because I think he's going to be a menace in the red zone, I think the Ravens are going to be one of the most dangerous teams in the red zone this year because they'll have they'll have the ability to flood the field with guys that, that the defense will have to pay attention to all across the board from Andrews to likely to Prochet to Bateman and possibly a guy out of the backfield. And I'm hoping that's Bateman. Yeah. Good luck defenses. Good luck picking your poison here. So, you know, this is very similar to 2019, you know, Hey, good luck to y'all out there. Cause it's going to be tough. Oh yeah. They're going to need it. And that's not, and we didn't even account for Lamar's legs in the race. They'll definitely need a lot of help. Absolutely. 